Father, we just declare that you are worthy of your name. You are holy. You are mighty. Father, we love you. And we just pray this morning that you would speak to our hearts. God, have your way in us this morning. God, we love you. And we ask these things in Jesus' name. Amen. Well, Thanksgiving is on us again. My goodness. It'll be Thanksgiving, then it'll be Christmas, then it'll be the New Year, then it'll be spring break, and then it'll be the summer. Before we know it, it'll be Thanksgiving again. Time just flies by. Psalm chapter 100. 100. Psalm chapter 100. Several months ago, I was at the hospital, and I was in the waiting room, and, and uh, some of our folks were having some work done, and uh, the doctor came out, or the nurse came out, and, and uh, the family that I was visiting with uh, went back to talk with the doctor about the procedure that had happened. And there was a lady that had been sitting there, and, and she had been listening to some of our conversation, and she said, I take it you're their pastor. And I said, yes, ma'am, I am. She said, uh, you got a shout in church? And I just said, well, probably not the kind of shouting church you got. She said, you know, there's two kind of shouting churches. And I said, there are. She said, yep, there's a shouting church that's only on the inside. And there's a shouting church that's shouting. And it's on the inside and the outside. Now, which one do y'all have? He said, I can tell by the conversation that you got the Holy Spirit. So there's got to be some shouting going on. And I said, well, probably we are an inside shouting church. And I shared with her, I said, you know, I, we've had some experiences, and every now and then someone will say, boy, I really felt like shouting today, but I didn't. And I said, so I, I'm pretty sure we're an inside shouting church, but we kind of have a difficulty shouting on the outside. And she said, well, I'm going to pray that y'all going to get there. Hallelujah. Amen. Now, verse 1 says, Shout with joy to the Lord. That's what the Bible says. Philippians 4 says, Rejoice in the Lord. I'll say it again. Rejoice in the Lord. Now, it does no good to shout on the outside unless we're first shouting on the inside, but it's not complete until we're shouting on the inside, and that shouting on the inside cannot be contained, and we shout on the outside. Psalm 100 verse 1 says, Shout with joy to the Lord, all the earth. Verse 2 says, Worship the Lord with gladness. Some translation says, Serve the Lord with gladness. But they're saying the same thing, and really, really what you're saying is, is that our devotion to Him should be with gladness. Joy becoming a practical thing, and we understand that to be being glad, being full of joy in our activities. Come before Him, singing with joy. Come before Him. So enter His presence with joy. 
enter his presence with joy. Verse 3, acknowledge that the Lord is God. He made us and we are his. We are his people, the sheep of his pasture. In the Gospel of John chapter 10 and also in the Gospel of John chapter 15, Jesus talks about he is a shepherd, he is the good shepherd, and we are his sheep. He says, my sheep hear my voice. I know their name, and they listen to me, and they obey me. Sheep hear his voice. Sheep know their shepherd. And he says here, we are his people. He made us, and we are his we are his people, the sheep of his pasture. And so verse 3 gives us what we need to be shouting over. We need to be shouting over the fact that the Lord is God. The Lord is God. Jesus is not just a man. Jesus is not just a philosopher. Jesus is not just a teacher. Jesus is not just a great man. Jesus was just not a benevolent man. Jesus just didn't love. Jesus is the king of all kings. Amen. We shout over that. That shout worthy. We should shout from the inside to the outside. That's what it says there. Acknowledge that the Lord is God. He made us. We should shout because we are his creation. We're his creation. He made us. We just didn't come to be because a bunch of dust and a bunch of other things collided in the right place at the right time, and, and it just kind of happened. You know, and we've just evolved into the state that we're in now. That's not what took place. I mean, I, you can't look at the change in the seasons and think there wasn't an orderly fashion here, that it wasn't of a master design. And of course, there's no way in the world you can, you can ever believe that this master design happened by chance, by chance. I mean, just consider the plants, consider the trees, consider animals. Consider the differences in animals. Consider their different ways of being and how they live. I, I was watching a documentary the other day about a bird that uh, is along a, a desert area in, in Africa. And, and he lives with those, uh, those rats that sit up straight looking for things. I for, yeah, meerkats. Yeah, he lives with them. He's always around meerkats. And the interesting thing is that when there's no food for him, he waits until those meerkats go and dig up the food, and then he, he mimics their predator like an eagle or something or a falcon. He mimics that, and he squawks like that, and they all run back in their holes, and that bird swoops down and gets their food. Amen. And, and the crazy thing is, is that after those meerkats catch on to what he's doing, and they, he changes the call again, and they recognize a different predator, and they run back in their holes, and he goes back and he swoops down on their food again. Over and over and over. I mean, God made that bird. He made those meerkats to not be quite smart enough to deal with that bird. Right? 
That's an amazing thing. The human body is an amazing thing. The human mind is an amazing thing. I mean, not only do is the human have the ability to look at things and think, how can we do that? How can we fix that? How can we go there? How can we improve on this situation? But, but man has within his soul a real desire to worship God. All of us worship something. All of us worship something. Every person alive is worshiping something. And, and the battle is right there at that point about what we worship. We either worship our Creator, the Lord, Jesus Christ, the Savior of the world. We worship Him and we are open to the truth of what the Bible says to us, or we're worshiping a man-made idol. We worship things, people, activities, sports, money. We worship something. Everybody worships something. And, and that is the design of the Lord to have that, that desire from within us to worship Him. He says, acknowledge that the Lord is good. He made us and we are His. We are His people, the sheep of His pasture. And then in verse 4 he says, enter His gates with thanksgiving. Now, this is a command for everyone. Everyone should enter the worship house, the church, the gathering spot with thanksgiving, with joy that is on the inside that cannot be contained and it bubbles to the outside. That's what God desires. Enter his gates with thanksgiving. Go into his courts with praise. Give thanks to him and praise his name. Now, one of the keys to really understanding what this scripture is saying to us is, is kind of looking at what it doesn't say. It doesn't say, have joy if you feel like it. Have joy if everything's working out well. Ha have joy if you've got enough sleep. Have joy if your circumstances are positive. There's none of that there. The command is to enter the house of God with joy, with thanksgiving. So that tells us something really important. That tells us that the only way for us to be able to do that is that, that our contentment, our peace, our joy... Our, our security, right? Our happiness is not based on anything but Him. Because there's no way in the world we can fulfill this command to enter the house of God with joy and with, with thanksgiving if we are thinking about ourselves. And so someone can be in absolutely the most dire of circumstances. Their world can be a wreck. It can be upside down. They can have problem after problem after problem. I mean, things are not going well for them. But if their focus is the Lord, they come to the house of God and they celebrate Him. And not themselves and not their circumstances and not their condition and not their situation. We, serve, we worship Him. 
And so it doesn't matter what we're going through. He's still God. He's the creator. He made us. We are his. We are his people, the sheep of his pasture. And so we enter with shouts of joy. We enter the worship place with gladness. We come before the Lord with joy because of who he is, not because of what we're going through. And that's the secret of thanksgiving. Don't think Christmas is going to be very good this year. We don't have much to be happy about at Thanksgiving. You know, we're going to be eating bologna Thanksgiving. Doesn't matter. It doesn't matter. God is God. He is the Lord. He is on his throne. We are his sheep. We have every reason to shout with joy and be thankful. It says in verse 5, gives us three reasons to focus on to help us to celebrate and to shout to the, to the Lord with joy. Number one, for the Lord is good. He is good. It doesn't matter how we, we slice it and dice it. It doesn't matter how we turn it. It doesn't matter how we observe it. It doesn't matter how we study it. The Lord is good. We look around this world and we think, how in the world can anyone believe the Lord is good? Look at the world situation. Look what's happening. Oh, no, the Lord is good. His ways are right. His way is always best. The Lord is good. That's where you need to go. Now, you may be in a mess. You may be in a bad spot. You may be having some difficult circumstances, and it may have to do with you. It may have to do with fate. It may have to be just do with things came together at the right time or the wrong time, depending on how you look at it. And it, it is just, it's just ended up for you to be a hard time. But you can still recognize that he is good. And that will lift you from that. That will, trans, that will transform your mindset and your opinion. And Romans 12 says, uh, Hebrews 12 says, for us to have a renewing of the mind, a renewing of the mind, a renewing of the mind, that happens when we fix our eyes on Jesus. And we recognize that the Lord is good. It says, His unfailing love continues forever. That's That right there is a piece of information that ought to bring about the shouting with joy. His unfailing love. So His love is unfailing. His love doesn't fail. It continues forever. He is always going to love. And we are the recipients of his love. He's always going to love us. He's always going to love us. He is love. God is love. And we know how he's going to respond to us. Even in crisis, even in judgment, even in discipline, he is responding to his people, the sheep of his field, with love. The Lord said to us that the Lord disciplines those that he loves. And so we need to recognize to have a thankful heart, he is good and his love never fails and it continues forever and ever and ever. And then he says, and his faithfulness continues to each generation. Oh man, the Lord is faithful to us. Think about that for a moment. The Lord is faithful to us. 
He fulfills His promises to us. He doesn't let us down. He doesn't forget. He doesn't abandon. He doesn't lose His grip on us. We talked about what Jesus had to say about the anchor that we are in His hand and no one can take us from His hand. His faithfulness continues to each generation. We have much to be thankful for. All of us have much to be thankful for. It's really important that we keep in mind that we need to transition from being thankful for the blessings and just raise the bar and get on up there where we need to be and be thankful to God who's given the blessings. James tells us that every good gift comes from God. Every good gift comes from God. So this Thanksgiving, you might compare yourself to others and their blessings and what you perceive them to be, and, and, and you might think you fall short. Well, come to Scripture like this and realize what it means to be thankful, what it means to worship. We don't worship people. We don't worship circumstances. We don't worship the blessings. We worship God. We worship God. Shout with joy to the Lord all the earth. Worship the Lord with gladness. Come before Him singing with joy. Acknowledge that the Lord is God. He made us and we are His. We are His people, the sheep of His pasture. Enter His gates with thanksgiving. Go into His courts with praise. Give thanks to Him and praise His name. For the Lord is good. His unfailing love continues forever. And His faithfulness continues to each generation. You might be shouting on the inside, but He's worthy of our shouting on the outside as well. He's worthy for all He's done for us. Father, I just pray that you'll guide and lead us as we consider today, remember today, that Jesus came and died for us, that shed his blood for us, that suffered for our salvation. So, God, that we would have eternal life and our sins would be forgiven and they would be cast as far as the east is from the west to be dug up no more. We are so thankful that in Christ Jesus there's no condemnation. We are so thankful for the promise that we have that if we believe in Jesus, we are not condemned. We have crossed over from death to life and we will live with you, God, in heaven for all of eternity. In Jesus' name, amen.